so we've got three bucket lists. We've got a reverse bucket list and we've got a future bucket list. And we've also got what I call a fuck it list, mate. There's uh, a, a, fuck, <laughs> a fuck it list. <laughs> I, I didn't check with it whether I could curse or not, but I just did. Hey, folks, this week in the Wealth Faculty, I got a chance to sit down with Travis Bell, the bucket listologist, self-proclaimed person who is a bucket list expert, been doing bucket listing for over 10 years as a business, and uh, we went through his the contents of his latest book and uh, my bucket list. You can get it on uh, Amazon or thebucketlistguide.com if you want to track it down. Uh, we had a great chat about what it means to create a bucket list, keep a bucket list, uh, a reverse bucket list, a bucket list now, a, a fuck it list, you name it. Um, we had it and uh, we had a good chat about what those three things mean and uh, how people have transformed and changed their lives creating these bucket lists and using them to drive them and make good decisions as we move through this thing called life um, and uh, on our way to somewhere special do a few things that are uh, exciting and, and uh, take care of yourself. But uh, hope you enjoy this conversation. I have a Trav Bell. Take care. Trav Bell, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you here today. Hey, good day, Joe. How are you going? I'm well, mate. I'm well. And I was just, uh, we were just chatting off air. You're uh, down in the land of Victoria talking about the surf, mate. Uh, how's the yeah. holidays been for you? They've been great. Um, that being said, I work online all you know these days, so I I think I only found out it was Australia Day tomorrow uh, at the time of this recording. Uh, literally, you know, we're, we've got a business in a lot of countries around the world, and uh, when you work online, there is no sort of public holidays, and when you work for yourself, you you really don't getting any, not getting a lot of time off. But um, no, it's been great. You know, like more importantly, the kids have been home. And as a result, we've been hanging out and, you know, enjoying our summer down here while we while we can because we are in Victoria oh, after yeah. all. And so the water's, the water's actually warm. The weather's actually nice. Uh, but it'll probably go away tomorrow. There you go. You've got to make the most of it while you can. Well, mate, I yeah. uh, really appreciate you joining us today to, to have a bit of a chat. You've been uh, busily uh, not so long ago writing your book, um, you know, My Bucket List blueprint mm. and uh, yeah. amazon bestseller at the moment and uh yeah. really keen to have a good uh, about that and and some of the things that uh, you've been up to for the last sort of four or five years and maybe even a bit longer um in this business the uh the bucket list business so um mate yeah welcome along and and uh mm. and uh first sort of thing to kick off i'd love to sort of say you know you're a self-appointed um not enough the word the real one in the dictionary bucket list ologist is it do, do, do you own that's, that word uh, that, 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 yeah, mate, that that is not a real science uh <laughs> i did not go to university for that i just made it up so i thought it was funny i included it in my bio and everyone says it always gets a laugh but uh no you cannot go to go and study that at university although although i, I maybe should talk to melbourne university or bond university up there now um I've been I've been running around the world as the bucket list guy for about ten years now. So, you know, I, I guess in that ten years, uh, you know, being in a serial entrepreneur, the the hardest thing has been to stay in that lane. You know, I've I've right. I guess with thought leadership, when you've got some ideas and some philosophies, 
and some intellectual property that you put out into the world, whether it be through books, keynote speeches, TED talks, coaching programs, that sort of thing. Um, it's very easy to get sidetracked, isn't it? So I've kind of mm -hmm. gone, I guess, an inch wide and a mile deep with this whole bucket list, uh, I guess, way of thinking, this philosophy, instead of an inch, an inch deep, a mile wide. So I've yep. kind of stayed in that lane, you know, and I get touted as a motivational speaking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where so did it all start for you? Did you I, wake up one day and uh, go, that's it, I'm going to write my own bucket list? Or, um, you know, did you get sick of something one day and say, that's it, I haven't done anything in my life, I need to knock over a few things? Or, what, what sort of prompted you in this bucket list world? Yeah, so I, I, I guess backstory, growing up here in Ocean Grove as a surfer, swimmer, surf, you know, in the surf lifesaving movement as well. I was a jock, as they say in America. That led me to be a, you know, do a human movement degree at Victoria University. In third year uni, I started this thing called personal fitness training in the early 90s when there wasn't yep. an industry of personal fitness trainers. And so I was one of the first personal trainers running around, you know, running around in Melbourne. And there was literally only a handful of us. And we had to, you know, sort of explain what the hell personal training was back in the day. So I started with one client and it, got full really full as a personal trainer and i grew i was the first to franchise personal fitness training studios in australia so we ended up having a chain of personal training studios in queensland new south wales and down here in victoria um, about 300 personal trainers working under that umbrella that brand did that for 20 years from one client to wow. tens of thousands of clients to over two million personal training sessions so i've always loved helping people but i've always also been acutely aware that I, I don't want to just help a handful of people you know i want to sort of change the conversation i want to sort of change an industry or change the narrative of, around a certain issue but i grew it into a monster mate so i i became too much of a lawyer too much of an accountant too much of a you know, there were some toxic things going in my you know uh, toxic toxic situations and circumstances people in my life at at that point in time, everything got on top of me, went through a bout of, uh, albeit mild, case of depression. Um, and it's, it's like what bloke hasn't, <laughs> you know, you kind of, when you when you yeah. get talking to guys around Australia, you, no doubt you'd be aware, mate. Um, it's such a prevalent problem. And when I, when, I saw, when I talk about depression, it was really mild compared to what I've heard since. You know, there's some yeah. pretty heavy examples out there. So, but instead of going on like heavy antidepressants and basically putting a Band-Aid over the top of it, I wanted to get to the psychology of what I was going through, you know, to the root cause. And so uh, I, you know, really had to force myself to go to the seminars and get coaches and read the books and all that sort of stuff and, and really try and work through my issues to try and get to the root cause and i did and after about a year and a half and i used you know i learned nlp life coaching positive psychology akagi principle law of attraction like my bookshelf mate you've probably got them all too and uh yes. having a bookshelf a bookshelf off um the <laughs> I oh, know that. Sorry, this is a fake. I'm sure you're. This is a fake Zoom background. Is that no? No, this is no. This is this is real. Um, but at the end of the day, 
uh, wasn't until about a year and a half after I started doing this, a friend of mine said, Trev, why don't you teach your stuff? And that actually helped me compartmentalize what I was going through. And I put on a, I put on a talk. And for me, that was the big domino that I felt I had to push over at the time and, and put on a talk yep. and summarize all the stuff. And I put on a talk, invited about 40 people to come along to that talk. And it was shocking compared to what I do now. <laughs> but <laughs> you got to start somewhere, mate. And uh, it was about halfway through, I started sharing my list to do before I die. And I had one actually written down since I was 18. And this is only 10 years ago, I became the bucket list guy. So yeah. it really inspired the group. I, I, I said to the group, you know, like, who else has got one of these lists to do before you die? Actually written down. I was like, the only, I was the only freak in the room. So I started sharing some of the stuff on my list and um, it's been my reason why, my reason for getting, you know, getting businesses going really quick and making decisions quicker. Um, and it was my reason for getting out of bed in the morning. So I started sharing the list, some of the stories, and then Joe, one of the participants at the time, said, hey, how's all this list to do before you die stuff? It's really fired everyone up. It, it's like a bucket list. You're, you're like the bucket list guy. I went, ping, light bulb moment. <laughs> went home and registered thebucketlistguy.com and I've been doing that ever since, 10 years later. Mate, what a, what a, a you know, the sliding door moment for you. Door opens and, and uh, sounds yeah. like you're... Uh, Similar to me with the entrepreneurial streak, you know, you see an opportunity, you go for it. Um, yeah, you know, I, it, it's, it's funny, hey. Like, I, I didn't know how I was going to monetize it. I knew speaking was going to be a part of it because, you know, like doing one on one coaching was all well and good, but but coaching one to many from a stage, I really, you know, and around that time, also, uh, I'd read the Tim Ferriss, you know, four hour work week. I'm sure you've got it up there somewhere. Yeah, and absolutely. And I had all these commercial leases mate you know like all around australia and i just felt the burden of all these leases and i've just gone jeez oh god i'd love to run ship from a hammock one day like tim ferris does <laughs> and uh, being in freaking thailand or something and just have it this remote work you know this was a foreign concept compared to how it was how it is now right so this whole online world was starting to open right up tim was the you know the doyen of it and and uh, I, I thought, how can I, you know, it just felt right. And, you know, when things feel right, the bucket list guy working online and I'd felt trapped. This was a, I guess, a concept of freedom that I could really, I could really uh, go after. And, um, and I could help one to many via the stage and running events and that sort of thing. So, yeah, again, here we are. And um, I've gone deeper and deeper and deeper, I guess, with the philosophy and, and and now it's morphed into a real positive psychology, um, mental health. You know, especially in the last you know twelve months, mate. It's it's really helped a lot of people, which I'm stoked about. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, for you know, for COVID, I mean, there's been you know uh, quite a lot of uh, mental health issues in the COVID lockdown for a lot of people. Um, you know, and and sometimes I, you know. I've got a, a a group of property investors who, you know, um, you know, had their own challenges like everyone does uh, when things mm. like this go wrong. And you know, there there are some sometimes some silver linings in in those places and spaces. One for me in, in the world of COVID, certainly the first couple of months were a bit uncertain, but uh, the last sort of six nine months, you know, we embraced the Tim Ferriss world where you know we've taken our whole business online, handed in all of our leases, and I just had a good oh, yeah. good conversation with our team sort of said we're never going back team ever again to that world um let's uh mm. let's make the most of where we are so, i mean you 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 sort of 
aspired for that nice and early and and um you know um the bucket list thing really has given you an opportunity to do that worldwide by the sounds of things yeah mate i i yeah i, I was running a remote work team before it was covid cool um <laughs> and uh, and as a result uh you know i've got see three years ago so i've been running around as a speaker and a coach and had a degree of a work you know a, a remote work team but three years ago uh I, I i've leveraged and scaled it out now we've got certified bucket list coaches uh who have bought you know basically bought, bought a license from us and uh, we've got certified bucket list coaches in 22 countries around the world now and awesome. as founder ceo of that I'm, um, you know, have to bring on more and more team, and we got, and it's crazy because you know, and, but we set it up that way. It's not like we went from one thing and then on to another. We've uh, we set it up that way, and uh, and not without its ups and downs, but you know, I'm a really big advocate of not work life balance, but but designing a life and and work life blend. And I think what everyone's done in the last. Know, six to 12 months is really redefined re-engineered and i dare say recalibrated on what that work-life blend definition is for each and every individual you know getting rid of the bricks yeah. and mortar leases um is just part of it um people do you know starting a side hustle people are have really like i said recalibrated on am i happy have i got meaning have i got purpose in my life am i feeling that feeling of fulfillment a lot of people have woken up and gone no i'm going to do something else mm -hmm. so people have embraced technology like never before they've innovated you know uh, to create extra streams of income and this sort of thing within their pre-existing businesses and they've also adapted like never before so there's so many positives and hopefully 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 it's uh <clears throat> brought families together which is you know a big part of mental health and and all that sort of thing it's people have really realized on uh you know what it's going to be like what what is their gonna what is their new normal going to actually look like because the old normal uh wasn't fulfilled so you know that redefinition process i think is a positive that's come out of all this yeah absolutely i was i was chatting with my wife and you know we've we started our business together and along with my business partner sam you know 18 years ago and very similar to you had a had a lot of stress and pressure and and um you know had some yeah. times where, where uh you know certainly if i had an eject button if i had a big red button i could press i'm out of here uh, i probably yeah. would have done it plenty of times you know and um yeah oh, for, yeah, for us we always I wish I could stop this merry-go-round right now and just redefine it. And, you know, last year was uh, an opportunity for many people to do that. But I, I'd love to dive yeah. in. Um, I know you've written the book and, and if people want more details on, you know, the, the My Bucket List stuff, but um, I'd love to do a bit of a bit of a walkthrough on on, on the acronyms. Um, I watched your TED Talk. It was awesome. Um, but uh, for the <laughs> listeners today, um, you know, be if you don't mind, we sort of have a little chat about each one of those sections in the my bucket list um as we go um because i think mm. they're fantastic uh, uh one thing uh i did about five years ago and uh, it might have even been been some of your stuff i was thinking i was chatting to marcus i'm thinking i've seen this thing somewhere before that 80 squares yeah. and, and i'm 100 percent sure it's yours um yeah i was, uh, it, uh, uh, I was the guy that came up with that so I'll, I'll claim that one <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> until someone else puts their hand up for it 
But yeah, listen, yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's dive in. The M for meet someone. Um, you know, how did uh, talk oh. us through each of these things for those listening in I, today? Well, I guess the, the I guess just a, before we dive into that, with with your permission, mate, is that as to the why I created it in the first place. Because when I became the bucket list guy, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people had a bucket, you know, a lot of people have got a bucket list, but it's sitting up in their head and it's up there with their daily to-do list. And guess which one gets done on a day-to-day basis? It's your daily to-do list, right? So, and when I looked around at all the bucket lists and stuff, a lot of it was about trouble, which is only, as you know, one, one of the 12 categories for how to write a personally meaningful and holistic bucket list. So I created this thing to... Um, and, and to be honest, travel on most people's bucket list requires a lot of, um, you know, re- a lot of resources in terms of time and money, you know. And what yes, we, it does. And, you know, if we got this vehicle right, we, whether it be our business or our job or our career, if you get your, your you know, your vehicle right, it should produce the the cash flow and the time flow to allow the owner, you know, you to go and do your bucket list. But a lot of bucket lists don't get done. Or well, there's a feeling of dis, you know, uh, of dis, uh, disappointment, maybe, and, and delayed gratification. We live in a delayed gratification society. I'll be happy when syndrome, you know, yeah. um, when it comes to travel, right? So a lot of people, you know, do a lot of their travel bucket list travel when they retire. But um, with the statistics as they are, with you know, mental health, depression, anxiety. Um, the overprescription of antidepressants, um, suicide, use suicide, uh, you know, and we've even got this thing now called the loneliness epidemic, which is the adverse effect of social media. It's huge, right? It's an epidemic. Um, people, uh, the system's broken for starters, and people are waiting until someday or the perfect time to come around before they go and do their bucket list. So I wrote this thing to help people start crossing stuff off their list like right now. It doesn't require a lot of time and money. They can get that yeah. momentum and that motivation to smash through then the bigger ones. So this is about, it's really about helping people experience, you know, possibly more meaning, purpose and fulfilment and and and, and wins earlier rather than later on, you know, because I want to I kind of change the narrative around those statistics now, you know, not later on. So hence why not this thing... On. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. it's about helping people, you know, experience more instant gratification as well as delayed gratification. So create the My Bucket Along List blueprint. <clears throat> yeah, create yeah, yeah. the My Bucket List blueprint. A Billy Connolly joke where he says, um, you know, why do I want to eat broccoli and live healthily now when it puts five years at the end of my life? I want I want the fun now, not later on when I can't enjoy it. You know, it's a – it's yeah. a, it's a Sounds like the same sort of thing where you know you're saying, all right, well, let's do it in bits. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, that's it. And and uh, and so, look, it's twelve. It's a twelve steps. It's like an AA. Um, like step 12, 12 steps. Yeah, that's it. And so, real real quick, and it's on the back of the book anyway. And, and here we are. So, it's uh, the my bucket list blueprint. So M Y bucket my bucket list. Um, so M stands for meet a personal hero. Y stands for your proud achievements. B, buy that special something. U, ultimate challenges. C, conquer a fear. K, kind acts for others. <clears throat> Excuse me. E, express yourself. T, take lessons. 
L, leave a legacy. I, idiotic stuff. As S, satisfy curiosity. And T is travel adventures, which, as I mentioned before, that requires more time and money than anything. But the other, th the other things, a lot of people have been able to, during COVID and during lockdowns and lack of travel, you know, they've been able to tick a whole lot of cool stuff off that gives that basically puts a smile on their face. You know, that's what it's all about. If I wasn't the bucket list guy, I'd be the happiness guy because that's what the end result. But that's that brand is a little lame for me. So I went with bucket list. Um, <laughs> but, you know, really, mate, it's it. What it does is help people extract and articulate a personally meaningful and holistic list. And it's not just not just about, you know, ticking stuff off it's off your bucket list it's really about how a person reverse engineers every aspect of their life in order to make this stuff come to fruition it's the growth of you on this journey towards these self-imposed destinations but more importantly it's about the the person the bigger version of us that lives on the other side the person that we do not know yet right so that's called our potential fact is people are dying at 40 and being buried at 80 Mm, mm. And there's a lot of people sleepwalking through their life on Groundhog Day, waiting for that Sunday special, you know, something special to come up before that. But it's not until someone gets given a use-by date, either them or their family member or friend, that they suddenly reprioritize and become infinitely resourceful in a moment. Yeah. So it's funny how we become instant, infinitely resourceful when we're staring in the barrel of a use-by date. So that, that's why <clears throat> that's why the bucket list movie is shit because it's about two blokes that get given a cancer diagnosis and then they write a bucket list, which is stupid. Yeah. What I'll, do you I'll say? Base whole, I'll base my whole career on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and and I was going to ask <laughs> right there. Um, what, like, you know, first question, um, how do you go about interrupting, let's say, the the norm for yourself and, and others when it comes to, hey, listen, you know, how about thinking about, you know, living now rather than waiting, you know, waiting 20 <coughs> or 30 years? What, what's part of the process for you in, in that, that process and that conversation? What are the what are the big conversations that you reckon people should be having with themselves and, and others? No, well, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> um, I'm not saying anyone should must have to need to or must you know that's i'm imposing my model of the world onto someone else this is just another perspective that look at look at your life through um that's why i do that 80 squares at the start of every talk that i do 80 squares so <coughs> excuse me um we've got you know on average 80 years on earth um and you know when you do that exercise at 80 squares it represents 80 years on earth and when you you know people are crossing that off and you're if you're 40 <clears throat> something like me um you know half of them and a couple more are, are gone and it really does wake people up now that's i guess and then i ask them you know uh, pretty full-on questions about cancer and that sort of thing not to bring the mood down here but at the end of the day, people really realise that they haven't got much time left and a lot of it's already gone. So if that doesn't wake you up, I don't know what will. Um, unfortunately, mm. people have a lot of people have seen that, but it's not until a mate of theirs or a family member or themselves get a diagnosis and then they wake up. I've had people get diagnosed 
and then come back to me going, now I get your stuff. I wasn't in the right place at the right time when I first saw you, saw you speak. Um, I wish I took action then. Now, my, my, whole, my whole job, mission, is to wake people up before they get given a use-by date. Simple as that, mate. You know, like, right. like, and I'll, I'll, I'll use as a, as a speaker and a coach. I go in and disrupt, and that's it. You know, you get to wake, wake people up. And it's not like you go and live your life or you're gonna die or anything like that. It's just like, here's the reality. I'm not a motivational speaker, even though I get touted as a motivational speaker. Um, I'm not here to motivate you. I'm here to give you reality. And if you take it, you take it. If you don't, you don't. It's not my problem. You know, but he, here's the deal. This shit is real, and and um the statistics don't lie you know the stats don't lie you've just got to check in if you're watching this right now just check in with am i am i am i fulfilled have i got gratitude in my life have i got meaning have i got a purpose if you rate those out of 10 10 being yes 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 all the way and not and one being none look this could be the icing on the cake for some of your your some of your crew mate because they've got it sorted yeah. and that's cool they don't need to listen to me but again the statistics don't lie but if there is a gap between where you are now and where you want to be in terms of your feeling of fulfillment then maybe maybe have a look at these concepts have a look at your bucket list have a look at how we can integrate this into your life a little bit more not just for you but also for your family this is an opportunity for you to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help others Right, yeah. do a family well, bucket I mean, list, do me, a couple's bucket list, do an individual one. Yeah, for me, it, it, it'd be a, a whole interesting conversation across not only you but your family and, and those around you as well. Um, you know, my wife mm -hmm. and her, my wife and I have a couple of days every year. We just we just actually just came back from them only a week ago where we do exactly exactly this. What what do we want to do yeah. this year? What do we want to yeah. do with, for ourselves? What do we want to do together? What do we want to do with our kids? What does it look Perfect. like? And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Write those down. What do you see? What are the big things? Maybe you know, three, five things that um, that you see stopping people. Something that could be easily sort of foresaw, or this will pop up and you know push through, or you know, give us a yeah. little bit of guidance about what sort of holds people back on knocking over a bucket well, list and cracking on with. Yeah, I mean, probably not in your community, mate, because you're all about positivity and you know, you got you know. You, you know, people who are watching this are already kind of you know closing their their version of their gap most probably yeah. um yeah but but for others what's you know writing a bucket list oh why do i need to write a bucket list why the hell do i need to go to a speaker or get a coach to to do that all right well have you written one down well no but the point is that, all right so it's up in your head well it's up there swimming around with your daily to-do list all right well let's just What's easy to do is easy not to do, remember? So yeah. um, when people, there's a consciousness, you know, consciousness process um, or conscious process of when a person writes down at goals, let alone bucket list items, they got a 42% more likelihood of them actually manifesting. So let's just write some stuff down, all right? Number one. So remember this, remember this, this is called a pen, ladies and gentlemen. This is called a pen. Uh, I know they, and this is called paper. So if you actually put it to pen to paper, it has you got a forty-two percent more. There's actually there's actually research that suggests that if you actually write for a pen to paper versus even typing into your phone or into a Google Doc or whatever, 
it's more of a conscious exercise in doing that because you've got to think it through a little bit more. Um, now, there's no use hanging on to that when you've written it down. Uh, then share it with your loved ones. Share it with your mates. You know, um, enrol the support uh, an action of uh, an action of others. Share lists, and that's why we have a hashtag bucket listers community on Facebook that we're all a part of, that anyone can join. And it's all about supporting each person on their bucket list journeys. It's not everyone has a supportive ecosystem around them either, or they're not held accountable. Um, but again, yeah. what's easy to do is easy not to do. Write it down. And that's why how I wrote the book. It's actually like a workbook and you can just abuse the book and write through it and rip bits out and all that sort of thing. Even better, when you get to the end of it and you've actually created your, your My Bucket List using the blue or your bucket list using the blueprint, there's a link in the back that you can send me and it comes literally to me, your bucket list. So, mate, I, I'm going to hold you accountable, Jason. You're going to send me your uh, your bucket list as well and uh, be the example for others to follow. Um, and at the end of the day, it uh, it's amazing what shows up as a result of you just doing that exercise. You know, we've got processes of creating a bucket list board. We've got, we've got in fact, um, I don't start it off with all just future bucket list stuff. We actually start the whole process of going through what we call reverse bucket list. A reverse bucket list is your done list is everything that you've done in your life as if it were on a bucket list all the way along, right? Mm. And the reason why I do that with people, because that's one of the pillars of positive psychology, which is performance-based psychology, and which is gratitude, right? For people that are in this, a lot of people don't write goals down because of fear of disappointment, fear of failure, fear of success, the same sort of thing. I've written goals down yep. before and I disappointed myself, and as a result, I'm not going to put it down because I don't want to, you know, don't don't want to disappoint myself. So um, let's just think about when I do this with people, let's just write down everything you've done in your life as if it were on a bucket list all the way along. And people are like, oh, yeah, God, I did some crazy shit. And, you know, like, and there's that sense of, that, that sense of ownership, that sense of um, shit. You know, I've been doing a lot of this by default rather than by design. Yeah. You know, what if I put some real intention behind the design from here on, knowing full well that I've created an amazing foundation of what I've done in my life already? So we live in a we live in a um a forward world, you know, a forward thinking world. We, we and we forget about our past. If I got uh, when I speak, I ask people to give me give me five things that they've done in their life as if it were in a bucket list all the way along. I give people a few minutes and people are struggling because we're so focused on the future that we forget about our past. Yeah. Right? And then before you know it, people are sharing all the cool shit they've done in their life and it gives them a, such a warm feeling um, that and, and of hope as well that they can literally, if they put their mind to it, they can literally change their lives by just putting some Doing intention that. behind what they want so we've got three bucket lists we've got a reverse bucket list and we've got a future bucket list and we've also got what i call a fuck it list mate there's uh a, a, fuck, <laughs> a fuck it list <laughs> I, I didn't check with it whether i could curse or not but i just did but uh, not really it's in the book yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it's it's literally hang on here we go it's literally in the book so um 
because when I go out on stage, I, you know, I show this like movie clip and it's like a Red Bull commercial, you know, like it, it, it just, and I know that if I'm giving, if I'm giving a talk, um, God, I've done talks like to ASIC, right? Which is like the risk management division of ASIC, the, the tax office. Um, wow, that would have been you a know, interesting CF, Like CFO conventions, personal assistant convention, where everyone's like, you know, way nerdier than me. And I go in there with the ink and the earrings and the, you know, T-shirt and, you know, uh, jeans and this sort of thing. Just basically wear whatever I want. And I used to have the mohawk, as, as, as you know, from the TED Talk. Um, and I know that I'm, I put out this, <laughs> this film clip at the start and I know that most of the audience is sitting back going, fuck that, I don't want to do any of that shit. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. <laughs> it's not, what, what lights me up is not what lights you up put it on that other list and that's cool. This is such a personal exercise. But I tell you what, over the 10 years of actually doing this and unpacking this for people, whoa, I can, I've got some stories. Got some stories yeah, just in terms of what people yeah. have done and what people want to do and there's some weird, weird shit <laughs> that you can do in this world. <laughs> and I've right. spoken on it. It's great. Five, you know, it's personalised as yeah. well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, really, it's because, really personal. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, you know, like you said, you know, this is this is your life and, you know, design it rather than um, accidentally, you know, trip over it, you know, as you're going along. Would you say that, um, you know, and one of the things that really jumps out at me and, and certainly, um, certainly the idea of like almost, you know, for one of a, a very, you know, average description, almost like a scorecard, you know, I am... I am winning um, and I'm winning in 12 different ways or I've got the ability to win and, and do something and, and sort of and tick it off and, and, and achieve things or whatever that might be in a psychological terms. But, it, you know, for me, it seems there's plenty of ways to go about ticking bucket lists and having fun and doing things, whether they cost a lot or they cost nothing, um, you know, it could fit into there. So it sounds like it's quite a good way of keeping the score and, you know, patting yourself on the back. Yeah. Yeah, look, here's, here's my big philosophy on life, all right, work life. Um, a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around. Yeah. Now, so this yeah. really brings, brings home the work to live principle. And like I said before, our businesses, our jobs, our our share portfolio, our, um, our, our real estate, you know, through – and through rents and this it's it's all it's all designed to spit out the time flow and cash flow to allow you the owner to to go and live your life you know the the time and the money are simply the results of the an optimized vehicle right so so puts keep putting i've got over 300 things on my bucket list and i'm 47 so i've got, I've got a lot of stuff to do and it's amazing i'm doing five <laughs> things at the moment so you cross them off and then put they go into the reverse bucket list um, and, uh, and and just keep keep feeding the vehicle, get leverage and scale the vehicle, so it allows you more time to do this with more people. But I think the double bonus is that if your vehicle, um, you know, hits your values, which is your internal rule book, and you're of service yep. to the community, you're of service to other people. I think that's the holy grail, man. You know, like if you, but you know, and 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 you love what you do. 
and it doesn't do your head in and you're actually engaged in that vehicle, you're going to be, you know, I think that's the holy grail. It's getting what I need and it's hitting my values, double bonus. The fact of the matter is, and I do a lot of stuff in America, the fact of the matter is, and it's not that much different in Australia, um, that 89% of people who go to work every day over in the US are what they call disengaged. So that's 89%, nearly 90% of people go to work every day and they're not really into what they're doing. Like they're, they're just they're just getting the paycheck and going home now. As about I think as is nearly it's uh, I think it's seventy six percent in Australia from memory. I might be butchering that stat, but it's not far off. So that's what we call disengaged. That's like I can take it or yeah. leave it. You know, it's just a job. So it's um, quite an interesting and and hence I think that then. Uh, has a waterfall effect into the de- depressions, into the overprescription of antidepressants, into suicides and youth suicides, and that, that has a massive effect on obviously the family ecosystem as well. So at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I think um, hopefully, hopefully, COVID has has you know forced us all um, to rethink what we are doing on a day-to-day basis and hopefully allowed people the, the 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 window of courage to go after the things that really light them up and to create this new definition of their normal work-life blend if you know what i mean yeah i love that mate uh, that work-life blend is a, is is awesome uh, i remember reading the four-hour work week and and uh, and i and i can't remember the exact term but it um Ferris said it was like a you know a, a a lifestyle output mechanism that you measured measured yeah. the activity on right. It's like, well, you're getting lifestyle output from the things that you're doing, and if you're not, then you could be earning a million dollars a year. But if that lifestyle output was little, you know, mm. uh, or some person was working three days a week and their lifestyle output was more, then you know, by and large, if that's yeah. the way you want to win, then the person's winning, right? So. Yeah, yeah, and you, you said before about a scorecard, and, and I want to just preface that with we're not comparing yours against mine. Mine's bigger than yours. My bucket list is more extreme than anyone else's. Um, I like to, you know, whether it be in a room or a podcast room like this or whatever, is, um, you know, the whole world is suffering from comparison, you know, comparisonitis. Um, yeah. So we created yeah. a, a no-judgment zone here, and, and, like, who gives a shit? At the end of the day, it's the things that, you know, I see some things, you know, that I could do people's lists like that, you know, but it's not my it's not my prerogative. It's not my view of the world. It's theirs, and that's the thing that lights them up. As long as everything on that list is getting them outside their comfort zone to force them in a good way to see the bigger version yeah. of themselves on the other end. And that's yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it all that's what it's all about. And, I've uh, you know, I've done this with, extremely wealthy people extremely poor people uh all races from all different countries and continents all around the world and they're so varied and rich with experience and that's the that's the beauty of it it's not for me to overlay my model of the world and go you should do this you should do that because at the end of the day that's what that's the stuff that lights me up but uh you know other people don't give a shit about what i like that's cool. <laughs> like you said, run their own race. You know, um, yeah. it's, you know, in there, there's sort of search for conquer. Um, you know, uh, what, what do you find people struggle with the most in, you know, in the, the 12, 12 parts here? Is there something that, 
you know, in my head, I'm just have, making an assumption. I, you know, spend some money on yourself and lash out or, or you know, conquer a fear or whatever that is, being a nude model or, you know, doing a skydive or whatever. <laughs> I don't recommend that one. Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, yeah, look, all the, you know, all the classics, are, you know, climb a mountain, do a marathon, do the skydive, possibly not the nude model bit. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, that was, they're, they're all your classic, what you call, and, and obviously the seven wonders of the world and that sort of thing. But it's, it's the things that really light, you know, really I, I love is, is when, um, you know, families come together and they do stuff together. You know, I, I, for instance, I, I'll give an example. I had a, a girl by the name of Beth and she came, she came to a seminar that I did and she didn't, you know, she sent me an email afterwards and said, oh, I was too shy to come up to you afterwards and I just want to tell you a little bit of a story. You've, you've, you've changed something in me today. Anyway, long story short, um, alcoholic, uh, on suicide watch, she tried four or five times um, and, she, and she hated her job. She put up, a, you know, put up a really good front at work and that sort of thing. She's like, don't tell anyone. I was like, no, no, no. And, uh, and I said, just... Beth, thanks a lot. Number one, because um, when someone reaches out to you, you know that they're that they're on they're on the healing journey, right? And you know yep. that they want to they want to be helped to some degree. You know, a person doesn't raise the white flag because um, they don't want to be seen. You know, I've been in depression, yep. and um, when you're coming out of it, that's when you're seeking help. That's when you're seeking mentors, reading the books, going to the events, all that sort of thing. Um, so I got Beth to just simply go through the bucket list and then basically send it to me. She goes, oh, but you're so busy. And, 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 and I said, Beth, uh, you got me. You know, I'm in. Just send me your list. You've got 48 hours to do it. All right. So I want it by five o'clock and, you know, like giving them. So she sent it. I said, what's going to be the first thing, you know, just answering, answering critic. What's going to be the first thing you're going to do, Beth? Oh, oh, you mean like now? Yep. Yep. What's the first thing you're going to do? Like this week. And then she's like. Oh, I'll, I'll do this. I was just telling her what to do, you know. And she said, all right, do them. And I said, but you've got to send me a photo too because, you know, I don't, I don't, you could be bullshitting to me. So you got to send me a photo of you doing it. All right, cool, deal. And meanwhile, I'm going, this chick could try again, you know. Yeah. So send me, send me some accountability around that. And then long story short, a year later, I sort of lost contact, um, got busy, Popped up in thoughts, a little bit worried. Uh, anyway, a year later, she sent me a photo of her and her family over in Europe. And she said, <clears throat> this is the shit that gets me. Um, I wrote this on my bucket list. It was a year and a, year and a half later. Um, I wrote this in my bucket list, um, Trav. I didn't show this one to you, but I really wanted to reconnect with my family. Um, I uh, and I found that I had to come out of the closet in, in, in order to do so properly. Um, that I was fighting that all the way. And um, if it wasn't for the conqueror of fear, which I also wrote, you know, come out, come out to my family. Um, and here we are um, over in Europe. And it was just, and that, that just floored me, you know. And she's, mm. she's, you know, just been, been great ever since. And, you know, it's right place, right time. Over the last 10 years, I've been seemingly been in the right place at the right time for a lot of people, which has been really cool. And the light's just gone on. 
and um you know and kind of spoiler alert you know like i said in the back of that ted talk at the end of that ted talk um i did a i raised some money for the reach foundation which is set up by afl footy player jim steins who's passed away um but he left his amazing legacy in terms of the reach foundation he said um he said i'll raise some money for them and and they said oh i'll come down and do a talk for the leaders of the reach foundation oh i'd be stoked you know love love what you guys do um, went down to Collingwood, their headquarters, gave a talk, um, and and this is for the leaders of the reach. So no one, you know, all young adults, no one over the age of like 22, 23 kind of thing. And they, they there's a way, you know, it's a pro- personal program for wayward teens, you know, leadership program. Yeah. They've gone through the program, graduated, and then, you know, become a uh, become a leader. Want to pay it forward? Oh, love to. Went down, did my thing, and then this right at the end of this young girl young lady should i say got up bawling um in front of everyone in this round room she uh, i said what what's going on and she would have been about 18 19 and and she said if my younger sister had been here to see your presentation today she wouldn't have killed herself two weeks ago and i just went and i and i and i you know that was the day i found out my why of what i meant to do yeah Deeply, deeply ingrained in in your purpose for being here. Well, man, you know, like, and, and that's the thing. It's it's every every uh, whether it be a podcast podcast or a stage or book or whatever. It's just an honour and a privilege to have the platform to you know. Hopefully, someone's watching this and the light's going on for a few people. And you know, and as a result, it's uh, go next step. Yep, grab a book and all that. But you know, a book you can get a lot of shelf help um and uh but you know i want people to take action on it and it's funny things will show up in your life funny things will really start you know you'll start to look at your life in a a completely different way um and uh, it'll help you get on with you know get on with some of those decisions that you possibly got to make in your business or your career or even your relationships yeah i love it mate um you know the idea certainly certainly something um something that i uh physically embodied or realized uh, about five or six years ago i i'm a i'm an avid rock climber i've been climbing all around the world and and um uh starting to realize starting to see that i wasn't going to be forever physically capable of of doing these things that i've always wanted to do and i was putting them off and uh, five years ago i got back on my list of places and spaces to go climbing and and uh i'd uh i'd, I'd book them you know been doing them every year for five years and COVID just put it in put a little spinner in the works this year but uh certainly as i get a little bit older that, that focus becomes really laser focused on doing those mm. things for me um so what um what if any of these um have been you know um massively impactful for you are they are they all a blended impact for you to sort of drive you forward or is there one thing now that is sort of driving you more than the others, you know, is there, you know, um, at your stage in life right now? Um, well, for me, it's it's really I've got I've got four kids in my life um, now, and you know, it's all about it's it's uh, it's all about legacy. You know, I've done a heap of stupid shit, and uh, that <laughs> I've risked risked um, risked risked a lot of. Uh, you know that, that that you start to second guess when you get a little bit older um there's more yeah. but plus it was more 
about me rather than we. Now it's about the kind acts I can do for you know with other people for other people. It's legacy. It's the stuff that I can do with the kids as well. So this this sort of interjects. You know, you give this to a twenty one year old, and it's all about jumping out of planes yeah. and climbing mountains. And for me, it was surfing big waves and stuff. And that's just how it is. And um, still love doing all that stuff, but it's not it's not the priority as you as per your question. Um, yeah. and yeah, it, 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 it's, it's funny because, um, uh, the, the more, the more I go into it, the more I, I, I realize that this, this little idea is having more of an effect than I originally thought it would in terms of, you know, mental health, um, helping people realign, you know, their lives and potentially design their lives and, um, whereas at the start it was all about, you know, it's quite, it was quite shallow and now it's very deep. It was all about just writing a list and going and doing it. And Hey, this is, a, a, a this is also a really cool way. If you haven't worked it out by now, uh, Jace, it, you know, for the last 10 years, I've been able to write my bucket list off on tax. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Even I like this, that. Even to the, coaching business. Even, <laughs> See, and uh, even to this day, my accountant says, you're not as dumb as you look, are you, Trevor? Ah, just watch it, you know. And now, our, and now better right. yet, our coaches. So check this out. See this? The ticket before you kick it? Uh, nice. Here we go. So all of our coaches <laughs> and clients around the world, they all, they all run around with these signs as part of our marketing, that our ticket before you kick it movement. Um and uh and yeah that, that our coaches have got to you know they become a coach and they can they can do basically what i've been doing and they're going out and doing you know big group coaching programs with corporates and that sort of thing and um you know getting people to communicate in a whole different levels see each other you know within co within within uh companies you know see each other in different different lights and yeah, it's been uh, it's been awesome, but for me, it's I'll still keep doing stupid stuff, mate. I, you know, one of the things that I've got coming up uh, if, as a result, like right here, uh, for for, uh, for getting the book done, I rewarded myself, right, with a and don't and there's a really messy desk, but I rewarded myself with a mixer, DJ mixer. Nice, nice. Um, so. The plan is um, to headline Coachella. No, 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 it's not. Um, it's <laughs> it's uh, no. To I want to. Uh, I can't. I get it, and I'm putting it all together and and learning um, all the mixing techniques and stuff. But I want to be able to play like a challenge to myself. I want to play a gig, a, D, a DJ gig flawlessly yeah, awesome. and have people actually enjoy it right yeah um so that's one of the uh, what category is that in uh, your proud achievements um stand-up comedy gig is also what i've got coming up fucking shooting <laughs> myself <laughs> and i i, I my i and before you ask and i know we've got mutual friends no, you're not coming is the first answer because what I – no, no, what I don't need is you guys – what I don't need, mate, is you guys 
half cut full in the, in, in, the, in the first couple of rows heckling me. So I'm not telling you where it is or when it's going to be. Um, <laughs> so I'm shitty. I'm absolute like this is this is probably my biggest one of the biggest fears. Like I, I've jumped out of the planes. I've gone to altitude. I've, I've spoken in public. I've done you know, that TED talk was in front of two thousand people, um, mm. and I've got no problem doing any of that. But but make me laugh, funny boy. Make me laugh, funny man. You know, like 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 that's that's a whole other respect. <laughs> like um, so that one, and and also uh, what do we got? Swim with the whale sharks. That's what I want to do this year as well. So there's the top three that I can think of, and um, yeah, getting the book done was a big one uh, last year, and and we're still building out bucket list coach as well, which is more of a legacy piece. So. Yeah, it's uh, I just keep adding stuff to it. I added one the other day. Stay in an ice hotel in the original ice hotel in Sweden. Yes, yes, yes. That's uh, that's certainly on uh, on the list for myself and my wife. So uh, yeah, no, that's a, yeah. that's an awesome yeah. one. Yeah, and uh, you can stay in the igloos as well, and you get a midnight husky ride under the northern lights. Love it, mate. I love it. Mate, uh, inspirational conversation today, mate. Really appreciate you taking some time to to share with me and 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 my listeners. And uh, your book uh, is certainly doing wonderful things out there in the world, mate. Certainly inspired yeah. me uh, even more today. And I'm sure uh, my crew will be um, pretty keen to get their fingers on it, so they can buy it from Amazon. If I if if I say my bucket list, yeah. and they search it on, they'll be able to track it down yeah, and buy a yeah. copy. So. It, it looks like that, but if they want a, if they want a look, at ten, it took me ten years to write it, right? So I talk about a, so talk about an exercise in procrastination and perfectionism. It took me ten years to write it, and look how thick it is. It's it's pathetic. Um, but now, if people want a signed book, they can go to thebucketlistguy.com forward slash book, and I can sign a copy. You know, if especially here in Australia, but we've been sending them all overseas. Or they can go to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, um, Angus and Robertson, all that sort of thing, and uh, and you know they can get a, a printed version from there or a Kindle version. That's up to them. But yeah, cool. I've been sending. Uh, I've been flat out since we launched it two weeks before Christmas, and I've just been signing books ever since. Pretty much, it's been uh, it's been really, really well received. So thanks for the opportunity, man. Fantastic, mate. Uh, and I always uh, finish my conversations with one question. Uh, my podcast is called The Wealth Faculty, and and um, we talk about what you know what the meaning of wealth is to to people from all walks of life. And my question to you is, Trav, what's the meaning of wealth to you? The true meaning of wealth. Um, I think it's choices. Um, I think it's having the choices equals freedom of mind. Um, I think it's, I guess, it's having the ability to to having the ability to pay people who are really good at what they do to do uh, the things that you are not good at, so that you can concentrate on what you are good at and do more of of that. Um, quite simply. Yeah. Nice, mate bring the time up yeah. um what do they say you uh you uh you can't buy the time back but you can replenish your energy and and you know put your focus into mm -hmm. the things that you can do and, and what you want to do um 
Really yeah. appreciate your time, mate, today. Um, it's been been fantastic and uh, look forward to reading your book. I'm going to grab a copy. Yeah, no, my pleasure, Jace. Thanks a lot for having me on the show, mate. Cheers, Trav. Take care, mate. Bye. Bye, everyone. Hey, thanks for joining us on The Wealth Faculty. Hope you enjoyed. Make sure you subscribe. We're all good podcasts are found. You can find us there. And if you want to watch it, you can subscribe on YouTube, Positive Mentor TV. And until the next episode, take care. Bye for now.